and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Here we are, almost mid-February. It's a 40-degree rainy day here in Chicago, which hard for me to complain about because it could be worse. It could be 10 degrees and snowing. So I'll take, I guess I'll take 40 and rainy, even though the sun hasn't come out in a few days, I'll take it. You know, spring is right around the corner now. Got my hot coffee ready, ready to talk some Disney. We're going to have a fun episode today. Before we get into that, got to plug all the socials here. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, follow me on there. Disney World Today, it's all one word. On Instagram, feel free to uh, shoot me a DM if you want to say what's up. If you like the show, if you have ideas, if you have suggestions for you know for the show topic ideas top 10 lists anything like that feel free to hit me up or if you just find something cool want to send it my way uh, feel free I'm always on there you guys know I love talking to you TikTok trying to make a push for 10,000 followers I think I'm at like 9,200 now so slowly climbing up and then YouTube I uh you know trying to post more I've posted some YouTube shorts that's the YouTube's new version of like Reels and TikToks is our YouTube Shorts. So if you want, you can follow me on there as well. Wherever you're listening to this, if you can do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating and a review. Five star ratings are much appreciated. And if you write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Last week was a fun episode. We talked Disney in the 90s, a.k.a. the Disney decade, but more specifically the Disney World decade. We kind of went over everything that was new and everything that was brought to Disney World in the 90s. Unfortunately, one of the, uh, like one section of the podcast, like the background music was way too loud. Um, And I tried to fix it and I I couldn't because it just, um, I'm using a new, uh, I was using a new program to record and just transferring it from the, my laptop to my phone so I can kind of edit it on the go. Uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to kind of redo it and separate it and lower the volume. So I think I just, if you listened early on, you probably just fast forwarded through it. Um, and after I tried to fix it, I think I just deleted that whole section, that whole clip. It's probably like a good 10 to 15 minute section of the podcast is missing. So if you're, uh, you're going to go back and listen, you can still catch most of it, but there's a big chunk missing just letting you guys know. You might notice that on this episode as well, the audio... Again, I'm still getting used to this new program. Uh, on today's episode, we had a, we have a guest. My buddy Adam uh, came on the podcast, and I tried to fix it as best as, best as I could. But if you notice, like the audio is a little weird, I, I apologize for that, and I'll get it straightened out. But Disney in the '90s—that's like my wheelhouse. Like I'm a '90s kid. I was born in '90, so I literally kind of grew up with Disney. You know, Disney was going through all these changes in the 90s, you know. Hollywood Studios opened up in 89, so that's pretty close. And, like, Typhoon Lagoon was right around there as well. But, you know, Disney in the 90s, we had, like, five or six new hotels at least. Um, We had Animal Kingdom. We had Blizzard Beach. A bunch of attractions. um, But mainly, like, you know, the big stuff. Animal Kingdom, Blizzard Beach. Some of the most iconic hotels. You know, Yacht and Beach Club. um, The All-Star Resorts. Old Key West, Port Orleans, like those all opened in the 90s. Um, And that's like, that's what made Disney great back then. You know, that was, I I refer to it on the, uh, on the episode. You know, that's like when, you know, sometimes you tell people, you know, you're going on vacation when they ask you where and you say Disney and they say, oh, you're going 
going to Disney again? Don't you ever get sick of Disney? Like, back then, I feel like no one ever asked that because every year there was new stuff at Disney. There was a new hotel opening. There was a new attraction. There was a new show. There was a new parade. Every single year there was something new. So it justified going back every year. Those once-a-year vacations, it felt like we experienced something new every year. And that's not necessarily the case anymore. You know, you know, it seems like they, Disney tries. There'll be something newish, you know, every year, but nothing compares to, you know, Disney World in the '90s. So, if you're interested, want to go back and listen. I'm sure if you're around my age, um, you can kind of relate to a lot of what I go over in the episode. This week's episode, we are talking Disney off days. Now, I hope I'm not alone on this because this one's going to be definitely geared towards like the people like me who grew up going to Disney like once a year like that was your once a year vacation and and trust me like we always did Disney um but like we always would have an off day and I'm not just talking like uh an off day from the parks where you just kind of you know resort hop or hang out at the pool or Disney Springs sometimes especially once I got older we would have like an entire like Disney off day where we would go do stuff that you know, wasn't Disney, wasn't on Disney property. This wasn't, you know, oh, we're just not going to go into the parks today. We're going to hang out at the pool or go to Typhoon Lagoon or go to Disney Springs. This is, okay, we have an off day. We're staying at Disney. Where are we driving? What are we doing? You know, there's a lot of options. You know, Orlando is like the center of tourism in the United States. There is so much to do. You're in central Florida. You have something to do in every direction. Uh, So that's what we're going to go over in this episode. And then we have a special interview. My buddy Adam, he came on the podcast back in July um, when we kind of talked about his family vacations to Disney when he was a kid. Because I've always kind of considered him a casual Disney fan. He hasn't been to Disney since 2009, but he likes Disney, you know, especially being friends with me. He keeps up with Disney. He kind of always knows what's going on. But him and his wife recently went on a vacation and they decided to go to Orlando. And I think it's, I think it's a good listen because you're getting the perspective of someone who, like I said, casual Disney fan, um, and wanted to kind of, you know, have a more active vacation. That's not just sitting at a beach. So they decided to check out Orlando and he just kind of talks about, you know, everything that they were able to do. So it's a fun listen. Again, I, I apologize. The audio may be a little off. Uh, so bear with me, but, uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get get on with it. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So I interviewed Adam um, a little earlier, so I'm just going to plug that in kind of when I'm done with my little spiel here. Disney off days. This is something my family, you know, when I was a kid, like when I was really young and like my big family would go, all nine of us, we pretty much for the most part would spend it all at Disney. Um, We, you know, especially when you're a kid, it was a different time back then with fast pass and lines and stuff. We would spend, you know, the majority of the time doing Disney stuff, Disney parks, you know, going to the water parks, going to downtown Disney, water parks, hotels, everything, everything Disney. 
you know, every once in a while, you know, we would kind of venture off. Um, I know, uh, I'm just going to kind of go over my list, but I know some of those years we, we would go to, uh, one year we went to the Kennedy Space Center, Cape Canaveral. Um, you know, we would drive, we would take a day and we would drive to Cocoa Beach. Um, there was, uh, you know, once we got a little older, I know we, uh, we went to Universal Studios uh, at least once, maybe twice. I know we went there when Islands of Adventure opened. Um, but once I got kind of older and it was just, you know, my sister and my parents, the four of us going, that's when we kind of started to kind of venture out more. You know, I think my parents kind of looked at it as, you know, we've been going to Disney pretty much my entire life. You know, I was getting older. I'm a, you know, 14, 15, 60-year-old, 16-year-old boy. They probably wanted to, you know, keep the vacations fresh, um, you know, for all of us, really. Um, so how do you do that? You, you work in something different each time you go so that, yeah, we're going to Disney. But, hey, we also spent, you know, time at the beach. Or, hey, we got to check out something else. So this episode, I'm going to kind of talk about, you know, some of the stuff and some of the ideas of what you could do on a Disney off day. And like I mentioned in the intro, like I'm not just talking uh, an off day from the parks because we love those too. Trust me, especially now that I'm older, I love taking a day off from the parks, you know, maybe waking up a little later, grabbing something to eat, going and just hanging out and walking around, you know, the hotels, doing some hotel hopping, especially, you know, if you're not staying at a, at a Magic Kingdom resort, you can head over there take the monorail around, you know, right on the monorail. You can walk around the Polynesian, the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, great resorts. You know, I love walking around the boardwalk area, that whole area, you know, uh, off day from the park, you can just hang out at Disney Springs. You can go to your hotel pool. You can go to Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach or do some miniature golfing uh, at the Disney mini golf courses. So there's always plenty to do um, when you're staying on Disney and just having an off day from the parks, especially with just like Disney Springs or the water parks alone. But let's talk about a full-on Disney off day. This is the day where, you know, if you're, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not alone here, but we would like set aside a day. For example, like the first thing on my list here is we would go to the beach. You know, we're from Chicago. We don't get nice weather year round. You know, my mom has always loved the beach. My, my, my family has always been, you know, fans of the beach. Um, so once I got older, it's like, hey, we want to do Disney, but we also want to, like, go to the beach. So how are we going to do this? We would take an off day. And for the most part, we would always drive to Cocoa Beach. And it seems like that's a popular uh, spot for a lot of people visiting Disney or, you know, the Orlando area. And we loved Cocoa Beach. Um, you know, Ron John's surf shop, world famous. They have their giant, you know, shop there. I think it's probably like the largest one that they have. It's huge. It's so nice. Couple different levels. We'd always go there and get a bunch of souvenirs and stuff. And even on like once I got older, I remember in uh, 2008, my trip with my uh, my buddy Brian came with. I remember going to uh, Cocoa Beach. We spent the entire day there. You know, we got a, b- a bunch of stuff from the Ron John surf shop. Um, that was always like my family's favorite too. You know, you gotta get those Ron John stickers. I had a Ron John sticker on my first car. I've, I have just, uh, drawers in my house that have Ron John stickers in there. So that was always a go-to, um, for a while we started going to, we went to Daytona beach one year. Uh, we went to new Smyrna beach one year, which was fun. That's like the shark attack capital, um, of the world. So that was a new fear unlocked. They say, if you've ever swam, 
um, in the ocean at New Smyrna Beach, you've been within like four feet of a shark at some point. So that is terrifying. I don't go in the water anymore there because that's uh, not a fan of sharks. I like the beach, not the biggest fan of the ocean. But New Smyrna Beach was fun because I believe that's uh, one of those beaches where you can drive on the sand. And, uh, you know, we would park the van on the sand. You know, one of the times or two of the times we rented a golf cart and we would like, we would just drive up and down the, the beach on this golf cart, just taking in the, the views, the, the wind. That was a good time. As far as beaches, uh, we would also, towards the end, um, the last few years, we would uh, drive to Treasure Island, which is kind of like a suburb of like Tampa. It's like maybe 15, 20 minutes from Clearwater. We would drive to Treasure Island and, uh, you know, hang out at the beach there. And then we would sometimes like kind of connect that. So another thing we would do on our Disney off days, we would pick a day and, and hope the schedule allowed for it. And we would go and we would see a Tampa Bay Rays baseball game uh, over there in St. Petersburg. And it kind of connected to Treasure Island because it's like a maybe a 20 minute drive from the Treasure Island beach. We would drive, we'd wake up early drive to Treasure Island, spend the entire day at the beach, uh, get lunch at this place called Sloppy Joe's. We would try and find somewhere to change, whether it was a hotel bathroom or in the back of the van somewhere. We would change, then we'd go right to a Tampa Bay Rays game, uh, enjoy ourselves at the game, eat a bunch of hot dogs, eat a bunch of good food, um, you know, just enjoy some baseball, and then we would drive all the way back to Orlando after the game. Uh, that would be That was always a long day. And, uh, you know, eventually we liked Treasure Island so much that our later vacations, we would actually go there first. We would spend like a few days at Treasure Island so we could enjoy the beach. And then we would drive to Orlando, you know, and spend the rest of the time at Disney. And, you know, that's, I love the Treasure Island area. That's my favorite. It's close to the Rays. I'm a big Rays, Rays fan because, partly because of that, you know, because once a year we would go to a game and especially like growing up when I did, like I that was kind of the only time I was able to see the Rays. So I always liked them. I've talked about it because they used to uh, have a minor league team that played at Disney, the Orlando Rays. You know, they were a team in Florida. I always liked them. They were my American League team. And then once we were older and, you know, going to games once a year, I absolutely loved it. Like I would always have to buy Rays stuff so I could wear it, you know, to the Rays game. So that was always a lot of fun as well. You know, staying on the topic of sports, you could, we would, um, you know, one time I uh, we did Disney we went and saw an Orlando Magic game. You know, that stadium's not as close. That's like downtown Orlando, like the actual city. Um, that was a good time because, again, I'm a big basketball fan. I, I always like the Orlando Magic for the same reasons as I like the Rays. You know, the Florida team kind of started in the 90s. I think they kind of started late 80s, but they were like a 90s team. They had Shaq and Penny Hardaway. So, like, anyone who kind of grew up around my age always kind of liked the Orlando Magic. Um, and I love basketball anyway. And you know, it's a good stadium. I remember there's like a giant parking garage that's like directly connected to the stadium, which was convenient. And that was a good time as well. So we also have like the obvious ones, Universal Studios. They have a couple parks, you know, Universal and Islands of Adventure. Uh, we also have SeaWorld. There's Busch Gardens down in Tampa if you want to make that drive for the day. You know, we did SeaWorld once and that was kind of it. Uh, you know, Universal we've done a few times. Um, you know, when it first, when Islands of Adventure first opened up, we had to go check it out, you know, and obviously when the Harry Potter stuff started opening up, we went back, you know, to check it out as well. My wife is a huge, uh, Harry Potter fan. My buddy, Chris, when he came with, he was a huge fan. My buddy, Brian, like had to take everyone 
uh, to go see the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. But besides uh, the two, you know, the, the big parks, like I mentioned, Universal SeaWorld and Busch Gardens, you know, Orlando, what's kind of nice is that there's a lot of little um, attractions around that Orlando area and, um, you know, the International Drive area surrounding Disney, Kissimmee, uh, Lake Buena Vista, like that entire area. Like, um, you'll hear it in the interview. I talk about it with Adam, but you can go down like International Drive and that whole area and there's just stuff everywhere to do, whether it's shopping or trying places to eat or like these random like little amusement parks everywhere. Like I know one of them is called Fun Spot um, and we went to that one. I know like in the late 2000s, uh, we would go to Fun Spot and me and my dad would do the go-karts pretty much just for the go-karts. Um, you know, my 2008 trip with my buddy Brian, I always talk about, we went there and it was like their um, like anniversary or something. So we went to Fun Spot. We hit up like these four crazy go-kart tracks. And then because it was their anniversary, they had like free soda and snacks the entire day, which was awesome. Uh, but there's a bunch of places like that. Like, you know, I don't know the exact names, but they, there's like that giant Orlando, like um, almost like Ferris wheel type thing. There's like the Starflyer, like the world's giant like the world's like tallest, like this giant swing thing. Like there's just stuff to do everywhere. And I think that's what makes Orlando cool. And if you're doing, you know, a non-Disney day, yes, you know, some of those places, um, you know, they're not up to Disney standards, but it's a nice little break things to do um, and kind of keep things fresh. So I'm just going to kind of jump into uh, my interview with Adam now and I'll probably just end it from there. So, um, Thank you guys, as always, for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy the interview. All right, and here we are back again. My guest today, Adam Wakely, back on the podcast, actually. You were, uh, you were I think you were my first guest. You might have been the first guest. I think uh, you came on the pod back in July to kind of talk about your family vacations to Disney as a kid. So uh, welcome back, Adam. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it feels like it's been a while, but uh, glad glad to be back on and excited to talk. So this episode for this week, I'm doing uh, the topic is non Disney days. So basically, a lot of uh, a lot of people like me who um, you know they would go to Disney on vacation that were out of state, you know, from Chicago, from wherever. You know, a lot of times as I got older, we would go to Disney for like you know maybe five or six days, and we would have like a, a separate day where we would kind of just do other things, whether it was going to Universal Studios, SeaWorld. Um, you know, I talked about in the episode, like we would drive to drive to a beach, whether it was Cocoa Beach, whether it was Clearwater, Tampa, we'd go to a Tampa Bay Rays game. So basically the entire episode is just kind of non-Disney things. And you recently, you know, went on vacation, you went to Orlando, and basically I wanted to get you on here to get your opinion of your Orlando vacation because it's like the... Orlando's like the center of of tourism in the United States. It's like one of the most popular places to go, and you could probably attest to it. There's a lot to do, even not in Orlando. At least you're you know you're in Central Florida. There's a lot to do there. So I wanted to get you on, get your opinion, you know, get your thoughts on your recent uh, Orlando vacation. So what uh, what was like the main like why did you guys choose Orlando? I know we talked about it, but what what was like the the thought process that went into that? Oh yeah, so um, so 
you know, for a little bit about me is I've been to Florida. Uh, my wife and I have taken many vacations to Florida, mm-hmm. but none to Disney, her and I. Um, as Kevin mentioned, I've been to Disney uh, two times total, one that I can remember and one that I can't because I was really young. Um, but uh, finally got a chance to get back to Orlando. Um, normally, my vacations to Florida, uh, again, you know, it's generally me and my wife. Um, we go somewhere on the coast, whether it's Gulf Coast or the East Coast. Um, but uh, we always kind of do like a beachy vacation, and that's kind of the thought behind it. But uh, we wanted to switch it up this time a little bit and take a slightly different approach to a Florida vacation. Um, so we chose Orlando. Uh, you know, we had some thought behind it. So one of the things is that we, I thought at least, um, that Orlando might give us an opportunity to like do more things, have, have more activities than just um, driving to the beach pretty much mm-hmm. every day. Uh, and I love the beach and I love that vacation too, but it's very like loungy, like you're going out tanning, you swim, then you go back and tan and, swim, <laughs> yeah, and it's yep, fine. Yep, it's relaxing. Yeah. Um, but we wanted a chance to like do activities, visit some places, um, hit up a couple of downtown areas. And so we decided this time, uh, to go to Orlando. So a little more centralized in my opinion. Uh, my hopes were that it had more things to do, more places to eat and just, areas to go yeah that's true so uh you guys went i you should probably bring it up like you guys have always gone you know you've been to the florida beaches plenty of times um you guys this last vacation this was this was right after christmas right yeah li- like two days the next day maybe so that, even yeah yeah so that probably might have played a role too like it's still warmer weather but it's not your typical like summer vacation where you can just go to the beach and lay on the beach every day because you know it's a guaranteed 85 to 90 and sunny whereas you know december depending on where you go like the coast and stuff like you know you're not guaranteed that warmish weather where you want to spend all day on the beach so you know going to orlando you kind of have the options like if you do get you know a hot day you can drive to beach but if not you know you have these other things to do yeah, definitely. That definitely played a big role. Wasn't expecting to really swim on December 26th and 7th, <laughs> yeah. even in Florida. Um, yeah. it, it, I'm sure you, you know you definitely can, but yeah, that, that played a big role, whether uh, we weren't expecting any hundreds, nothing like that. So, yeah. How uh, did the wind, weather end up being for you guys? I know I've only, I've been to Disney in December, Dece- like late December, January twice, and it's it's kind of hit or miss. Like I've been there when it's 50 degrees. I've also been there when it was like 82, but even like when it's like 80 in December, it's just a different, it's a different 80 that humidity's not there. So you, it is a little cooler, especially like if you go in the mornings or like in the late afternoon. So how'd the weather end up uh, turning out for you guys? We got a little bit on either side of the good and the bad. And it's funny because the bad is still like a thousand <laughs> yeah. better than Chicago. Yeah. But, I think it was uh, like 22 here. <laughs> our worst yeah it was still 45 degrees warmer yeah but we got there and it was uh low to mid 60s on our first like two days um you know so it was it was cool but reasonable that's the lowest mm-hmm. it got was like i think like 61 or two like on okay. our first day um so it wasn't swimming weather you know we mm-hmm. wore light you know pants maybe a light jacket i don't think i even did just because i refused to because i was coming to <laughs> chicago yeah. Um, but towards the end of the trip, our last two days actually approached 80. So it was like 78, oh, nice. 80, I think, on the day we left or the day before we left. So we did have a, a couple warm days. Nice. Um, and so you guys stayed in Orlando. You guys, 
So you guys were kind of by SeaWorld, right? That area, the convention center. I call that like the convention center area. Yeah, we were um, we were five minutes from like SeaWorld's front doors. Okay, yeah, that area there, that's that's like the heart of like tourist Orlando because you're by the convention center, you have Disney, SeaWorld, Universal, all within like 10 miles of each other in either direction. International Drive is like the spot for you know downtown orlando because you drive down there and there is something every 10 feet there's a mini golf a food place an amusement park go-kart like everything (laughs) is on i drive um so you guys stayed over there um yeah so let's start off just kind of we'll get later on i wanted to ask you because you guys did universe um you did city walk and disney springs but first Mm -hmm. like what were your thoughts about just the other stuff in Orlando that you did, like what'd you guys do around that area? You talk about like, you know, you guys wanted to do maybe a little more active stuff. Did you guys do like shopping, any go-karting, that crazy super high Ferris wheel thing, anything like that? What'd you guys end up doing in that Orlando area? Yeah. So we, uh, first off, funny enough, you said that that's like the tourism capital because uh, traffic would agree with you when I was (laughs) down there. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it uh, that was uh, that you know there's definitely a lot of cars, a lot of people, but that made it exciting. So um, <laughs> yeah, we so we did get to do a, a couple different things while we were there. Um, like you said, we spent three of our evenings were a combination of uh, Disney Springs and the City Walk. Um, but when we were outside of there, we still hit up a couple spots too. So um, we did do go karting at and you <laughs> did. To I was just totally guessing about that. The no, we did at the location <laughs> that um, it's funny because whenever for those of you listen, whenever I go to Florida, a lot of times I rely on Kevin to kind of give me some details, <laughs> and especially this time in Orlando. But he gave me yeah, a, yeah. a fun spot uh, to go do some go karting at, and I think it was. You have to remind me of what it was called, but it was right by our uh, Westgate um, location. It was okay. So you guys were over there. I'll have to. Uh, so you guys did go karting. Um, it wasn't fun spot, was it? It was fun like, spot. Was yes. it fun spot? Okay. It was okay. fun that's, spot. Yes. That's the one that I've been to. Fun spot. Yes. And so fun spot was also about ten at the most minutes from mm-hmm. our um, resort too. So we did that, and that was a ton of fun, although it was, again, it was like 68, maybe 70. So, like, it was, it was, it was good, yeah. but um, something that you could definitely do. And so that was a lot of fun. Um, we did a lot of just kind of – we did a lot of shopping. So we hit up mm-hmm. some of the local, like, shops and malls in the areas um, and just kind of explored. Did a lot of – just driving and sightseeing as well so oh, okay like, yeah there's yeah that's um, pretty you can like there's just so much around there yeah i guess yeah sightseeing you could kind of do i guess you know maybe you don't think about that right away when you think orlando because everyone wants to just do theme park stuff but yeah i guess you know sightseeing is uh is a thing there too kind of i kind of forget about that yeah i'm there all the yeah, time yeah i mean just down international drive was really cool like you, you mentioned like the ferris wheel at the that the park that's right there which we didn't get it we didn't go into um mm-hmm. because that is it seemed as though that that little area with the ferris wheel and some of those amusement parks were kind of like an amusement park in and of itself so we spent some extra time on like downtown disney is that but um we ate we ate a couple really good meals um 
and then we just did some shopping, we did some sightseeing, and we did we did do um, one beach visit on one of the days. So, um, when you were driving uh, up and down International Drive, did you by chance see the upside down house? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. That's like the oh. one thing. So when we would, there was a stretch where we would when we would go to uh, on our our normal Disney vacation, um, we would like our first day we would go to this. Orlando um what's it called it was like the Orlando Visitor Information Center this is like pre it's probably like early to mid 2000s so we would go there it was like a visitor center for tourism and we would go there because they had like maps and coupon booklets and like they'd give you like goodie bags and in the goodie bag it'd be like travel like Pepto-Bismol travel Gatorade packets like all these like it's like a welcome center pretty much and we would go there and like every single time we would pass like this upside down house I think it's like it's some sort of like attraction it's like um I don't know if it's like a science thing or what but I know it's like maybe it's not even there anymore I haven't probably been that way in 12 years but that was like the that was like the big thing I remember seeing they had like a Ripley's Believe It or Not museum too um there's just <laughs> International Drive there's just a lot of stuff um did you guys eat what was uh what was like the favorite place to eat around there yeah so we um we stayed we tried to stay somewhat like basically in the area to eat we had a couple really nice uh breakfasts which was great but um you know i'm a so i'm a big seafood fan um mm-hmm. i do love seafood and so when i go to florida i generally make it a point to try and go to like a nicer place and have a really good fresh seafood mm-hmm. unlike we can get a lot of times here in chicago sit down dinner and so a lot of the local areas and the local hotels had really nice um food and eateries and so across from us so we were at the uh, i think it was the west gate um okay. resort and spa or something right off the international drive and we went across the street um to a hotel that um, oh, I had the name in my head a second ago, but I can tell you the restaurant that was within that hotel, and it's called Jack's Place. Um, and it was okay. a really cool place that uh, kind of they did a fun little thing with like they had some history way back when, um, and they did they do character drawings. And oh, okay. actually, the uh, the people that they bring in to do your fun character drawings are also employees of Disney that Disney leases out. Oh, to wow. Jack's place that they they work at Disney and they do your drawings oh, at Disney okay. and then they come to the hotel and then they do drawings for you there. So really huh. nice. Had a fancy nice fish dinner sit down place and it was right nice. across International Drive. Took me ten minutes to get to, but if I could have crossed <laughs> International, I would have yeah. been there too. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, inter- I remember you you texting me about the traffic and like my cousin who lives there. He tells me about it all the time and we know of it just from you know going on our vacations. Like that's the place. Like when we go, like we'll take like we call it like the we we take like different routes that actually take longer but be, at least you're not sitting in traffic so it doesn't <laughs> feel as long <laughs> like those are like I, so my directions around there aren't the best because we would always take these weird routes so that at least we were moving forward <laughs> i honestly can't blame you yeah because i yeah. i would a couple of times i would get on on there and i'd just be standstill and i'd yeah talking to my wife i'd say similar things like at least i wish i was just moving so exactly. i didn't expect yeah. that level of traffic truth be told so that's one of the things that caught me off guard and we did have a rental because we were driving yeah. so yeah yeah we were driving so yeah uh did you guys end up doing SeaWorld? i know it was like a few minutes away from your hotel 
Yep. Yeah. So we went to SeaWorld. That was the first park we went to on our vacation. I think we did a day two, not what'd a travel you, day, but what'd you think of SeaWorld? Very next day. Yeah. So I I liked SeaWorld. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, kind. Of, it was actually a, maybe a little bit smaller than I thought. I think we walked the entire thing like easily in a mm-hmm. kind of like a half a day, um, and it it had a lot of cool exhibits and things like that. Um, one of the things that was tough, though, was, you know, they do those shows, which were mm. really great. And we got to see a couple of them, but they fill up fast. Yeah. And uh, the park was really crowded. <laughs> and one of the things that I that was interesting there, and this, uh, we were there right after Christmas, two days after. And so the entire SeaWorld Park was holiday themed. Okay, good. Yeah, um, you at least you got to see it like that then. Yes, which was cool. But I will say one of the things is I think they had sectioned off a lot of areas of the park to set up holiday type shops and Mm -hmm. gift shops and all that. So navigating was kind of tough. But it was cool because they had all the trees out in the water and things like that, the music. Um, But I did. I like SeaWorld. To me... It might have been more of a one-and-done type park. Yeah. Like, I had never been to SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I wanted to go, but I can imagine all the shows are exactly the same every time you go, and there's nothing different with the exhibits. I've, you know how many times I've been to, to Disney and Florida. I've been to SeaWorld once, so that kind of mm. showed. Did you guys do any of the coasters or rides? Um, no, we didn't because we hit every single one of the shows so we went to see the orca show the seal show and the dolphin show so we were running around trying to hit those before capacity so we didn't do the the big coasters that were when i was there i think they only had like two like bigger thrill rides i don't maybe they have more now but like one of them was like some sort of like water ride like journey to atlantis they had a coaster that was called the kraken which i don't know if it's still there but they Recently, I know, just from following the stuff in Orlando, they had some new coaster where you wore a virtual reality headset as you rode. Um, I'll never ride on that because I don't feel like puking for three days straight. So I was just wondering if you if you went on that. Yeah. In fairness, I, I'm also not a big super thrill ride person. <laughs> I struggle. And the older I've gotten, the harder they've gotten. But uh, the Atlantis, the the Kraken coaster and the Atlantis water ride kind of still just there? like a log flume where you go yeah. down. Both still there. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. geez. The, all right. So, yeah, SeaWorld, same thing. I, I've only done that once. It's it's something you kind of, you got to try it at least once, though. It's kind of famous. You know, yeah. you might as well. Um, okay. So before we finish with Disney and Universal, uh, you mentioned you guys spent a day at the beach. Um, you know, what? Uh, which beach did you end up going to, would you think? So we did Cocoa Beach. Um, <laughs> One of my family favorites. So, yeah, I know you've been there quite <laughs> a few times. Yeah. Um, I had been to that beach only one other time in all of our vacations. Um, and we thankfully went... I think on our second to last day of the trip, so it was actually like almost 80 at peak hour on that nice. day. Um, and we had a we had a good time. Well, I will say was, I don't know if it was, surpri- it was surprising for me, I don't know about you, but it was actually really packed at <laughs> the beach for December 29th. Wow, yeah, that's surprising. <laughs> so um, it, was, it was very packed, but um, it was nice. Uh, the water was pretty chilly i didn't really get in other than just dipping my feet yeah um but everything was up and running and operational and so you know we we got there okay yes it was busy but um you know it was cool because they have like all the bars and the restaurants right on the beach so we got our drinks and like little snacks and stuff and spent a good few hours just kind of chilling out on the sand 
enjoying the day. Did you guys end up going to uh, Ron John by chance? We stopped in to the that's, massive. I think Ron that's. John. I was gonna say. I think that's like the the world famous one. That's like the biggest one at uh, least I've ever been to. It was huge. Yeah, we stopped in. It's because it's kind of right on there on their like little uh, touristy strip. I don't yeah. know, you know whatever that street is. And uh, yeah, we stopped in there also because you definitely gave me a heads up that you're a fan of that one. So yeah, that's that's the, and, might as well. That's the world famous one. I think that's the biggest one too. It's pretty pretty big there. Oh my god! When we were pulling up to it, I was like, "This is enormous." Because I've <laughs> been to the Ron John in a couple on a couple different beaches, um, and like, in but none of them have been like that. So yeah. yeah, that was that was fun. All right, so let's dive in here. Um, you did uh, you did Universal City Walk and Disney Springs. So I was kind of you know as someone who uh, we've talked about before, a casual Disney fan. You got to you got to experience both of their kind of uh, what's the word here like both both Universal and Disney they both have their theme parks and then they both have their like entertainment district so you got to experience both of them you know on the same trip so let's kind of run down what did uh, you, you guys did Universal City Walk one or two times or Disney Springs once like how let's break that down yes so we did the City Walk twice. Okay. And Disney Springs once, and Disney Springs was in the middle. So um, we did a City Walk, you know, evening, then a Disney Springs evening. Then we went back to City Walk once for like a midday walkthrough. So okay. three so which, trips, which, and that's yeah. Kind of what you think that. of uh, City Walk? You've been there before, though, right? Because you've been to Universal Orlando, what, within the last yep. few years. Um, what are your thoughts yes. kind of just overall on, uh, on City Walk and, and this trip in particular? Yeah, so yeah, it was our it was, it was my second time in, in City Walk. Yeah, like you mentioned, we went a couple of years ago and I so I do like the City Walk and I do think um it's it's really nice especially for an evening trip. Uh they do a lot with some of the lights and things like that. Um especially when you're walking in, it's kind of like a cool grand entrance mm-hmm. um you know with the long walkway yeah. and you walk down with all the lights. Um and then they hit you with like all the restaurants and places to eat right away. Um, and so we had a really good time. Uh, we ate at the Hard Rock Cafe, okay. um, which is kind of like on the other side of the entrance when you walk in. And so um, all things considered, I like City Walk. What I will say is it's a little smaller than I remembered slash expected. It's kind of a oval. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah. you, walk, so you walk around the pond and um, just really just a, it's restaurants and a couple shops. Yeah, I, um, I, you know, I will say it, it. It definitely seems like they have more like, like food places, and like all the places are like huge. So, at, at least that's how I kind of always remember, like the Hard Rock, and like there's like the NBC Sports like uh, sports bar, and like all the restaurants are like these giant buildings. I feel like takes up a lot of room that they could have like shops and stuff in between. <laughs> Yes, yes. And that NBC Sports Bar is, yeah, it's huge. It takes yeah. up a ton of real estate. It's kind of towards the end of one of the sides. Um, that, used really to be, like, uh, that used to be like, an NBA, it used to be called NBA City. And when I was a kid, that place oh, was really man. cool because it was an NBA-themed um, store and restaurant. And I always wanted to go in there. And out front, they, I don't know if they still do, they used to have like a, a hoop that they would have like a three-point contest or something. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was there anymore, which ah. is very sad because I would have participated. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Then, you you know, you cross the other side of the lake, um, and uh, really it's just like, you know, 
it's uh, hard, like Hard Rock is, mm-hmm. is huge, and then they have the Chocolate Factory, yeah, which is right next to it, which is huge. Um, but really, not much else on the other side. Like it's two. I think they might have one more like hot dog place or like. But other than that, there's not too much. It's really all jam packed right when you walk in. There's a couple clubs in that area. Like you can go in and mm-hmm. dance and drink. And then the restaurants, there's like a escape room mixed in there. Okay. Um, so it was fun. It's good for a quick night out, but it was a little, it was, it was kind of small, Okay. I will say. And I think you guys, did you guys end up doing the mini golf as well or no? The, the mini yes, golf we did on okay. our second visit. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, yeah, our first visit, unfortunately, was like one of the coldest days. Like we were, by the time we left there at like 1130 p.m. it was like 58 mm-hmm. so it was a little oh, chilly wow. but we yeah. came back and did the mini golf and we went with like the alien futuristic theme there was yeah like two things yeah okay yeah. so is that that's pretty much everything you did with with city walk that you know like you said it's not really that much to do besides eating and just kind of walking around so right that's that's like their that's their version of you know disney springs their their version has always seemed like a more adult crowd like clubs nighttime activities Mm -hmm. drinks like that's kind of the place to go for that um all right so disney springs let's hear you haven't been on disney property in how long so when you told me you were going to disney springs um i was in a panic to try and text you (laughs) as many things as, as possible so disney springs let's hear your thoughts on disney springs yeah First time stepping on a Disney property since 2008, maybe, yeah, eight. So, been a very long time. Um, And I was sad, unfortunately, that I didn't get a chance to go into the parks and do a Disney park, but we did book these tickets (laughs) not less, maybe a month, less than a month out from our trip, so it got tough. But um, I actually really enjoyed Disney Springs. So we spent an evening there. So we were there at night. We, we went when it's dark. We left when it's dark. I mean, so we spent like our entire evening from like, you know, 6 p.m. to midnight almost oh, wow. there. Okay. A good chunk of time. Um, and first thoughts was when, when I walked in and began to walk around was it, it was much larger and there was a lot more things to do. More to do. Yeah. You can spend a night and, there. Yes, you really could. Um, I mean – where so you know the city walk was just kind of like an oval but to me disney springs was like a town like, yeah okay like, that's 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 what it they literally themed it they based it and tried to make it look like a town like a village yeah it's like it, it felt it's the like town i, I think there's a sign that says the town of disney springs ah okay yes and that, they and it's themed perfectly like that because like you're walking down the streets and uh, there's even a couple times there's like a couple like Disney people in like carriages like advertising and doing fun little things um, and the shops are like built like homey almost like they're like they have like a homey type feel a lot of the little side shops mm-hmm. um, but there was just there was so much more to do I got lost several times yeah I still get um, lost which, there <laughs> <laughs> which is fine which is it was cool for the night like I didn't want to be able to see it all from one spot like i like kind of getting lost and exploring and seeing different shops so um yeah i i absolutely loved it we did a um a dinner there we hit up a ton of shops so as, as if, if many of you may not or may know i'm a big marvel fan and um 
Well, my wife is, is a big Star Wars fan, both Disney entities, and they have yep. multiple shops throughout Disney Springs for Star Wars and Marvel. And so, like, I was trying to map it out yeah. and walk all along and find all the shops that I wanted to go to, which was really fun. Yeah, Disney Springs, they have – I was trying to describe it to you as best as I could um, when you told me you were going. It's like it, – well, first of all, like, recently it, it was, like, kind of redone and rethemed, I want to say, like, around, like, 2014 or 2015. So – it's still somewhat new to me as well. And like the current like version of Disney Springs, it's like almost like cut in half and you have like the one side that's kind of more like, you know, Disney Springs and they have, it's like, you know, regular shops. Um, you know, they got regulars. There's like an Under Armour store and like a makeup mm-hmm. store and all that stuff. And then like on either side, there's like the specialty, like Disney sides. It's like you have your Marvel store and you have your Star Wars store and you have the Disney yeah. stores. So I, I, I appreciate how they kind of kind of combine it's like a, a mall like a Disney mall almost type of thing and there's there's like stores yeah, for everything there is yeah and you could do all your regular shopping there and mm-hmm. your Disney sh- I definitely spent more time in the Disney specific type shops um, just because I found those interesting and I like to see all the memorabilia and all that so. yeah yeah because there's like you know there's store there's like an Under Armour store there um but like sometimes stores like that, like I went in there, like normally, like we don't go in there because it's like, oh, we can do that at home. And the one time I went in and they had like Under Armour Marvel stuff, and I'm like, holy, oh my god, like I need to get some of this. I got like a Captain America Under Armour shirt, and like on the inside they have a giant Incredible Hulk. Um, and then other stores, they're just normal. There's like a Lululemon store. It's like there's nothing yeah. special. It's just a normal store. But um, there's like a Ron John, you know, shop there as well. And there's just a good variety. I feel like for everyone, whether you want to just do regular shopping and get some under armor and Lululemon, or, you know, you're a tourist, you're out of town, you want some Disney specific stuff, you know, they got a little bit of everything there. Um, you guys, you guys did Splitsville too, right? Yeah. So we did Splitsville and, um, we ate at, uh, city works, which is kind of, you ate at city works. We did. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you ate at Splitsville. Oh uh, no! So well, I had some food there, but we did our big dinner at City Works because okay. I, I kind of wanted to get as many things in as I could. And I will say one thing about Disney Springs is they had so many really high quality, great looking restaurants, and like yeah. named after famous chefs. Like there was a like you know um, like a Morimoto place, and just a lot of places with famous I think chefs a, on Emerald? it. Emerald. I don't know if Emerald still has this place Emerald? there, but he's yeah. Wolfgang Puck, yep. I believe, is one there. Yes, there's a Wolfgang yeah. Puck place. Yeah, there were so many great ones that, like, I almost got jealous. Like, I wanted to eat there every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely could. Uh, uh, Guy Fieri has his chicken place there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market there yeah I, the chicken guy i think it's called yeah i love guy fieri but we um again just some because of some last minute reservations um we did eat at city the city works which 
with, it's kind of like works. elevated bar food, so it's like bar food, but higher quality, better presentation, yada, yada. And their beer selection was super cool. Like, they have, like, okay. I, God, I swear, like, 100-plus beer <laughs> selections. I I actually have never eaten there because the I think it's still somewhat new. Um, and our, our last trip, we had reservations to eat dinner there, and it was a late-night one, and we ended up... Uh, we were at uh, Hollywood Studios. We ended up waiting and going on like rock and roller coaster or something, and we missed our reservation. So I never, I never was able to eat there. But uh, for my wife's bachelorette party, they went there and they ate there and they loved it. It's like my sister's new favorite place to eat at Disney. Uh, they absolutely love it. They it ate there this so past good. summer too. Yeah, so she so talks good. about it like all the time. She was literally talking to me about it like a few weeks ago. I guess the same like kind of business or company that owns CityWorks has some place at like Oak Brook Mall. Oh. It's like a different restaurant, but like same like company. Huh. So it's like okay. she ate there and she was telling me about it. But yeah, City Works, nice. Yeah, yeah, great food. And so we had a great dinner there, had a, had a couple decent drinks, and then went over to Splitsville right after. Okay. Had a late reservation for Elaine. And, um, and again, had just like a little bit of food and a little drink there. And that place was awesome. It was, so it was a multi-level bowling alley, and I love to bowl. And um, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Like, it is a lot more interactive than a normal alley. They had, like, fun little, like, promotions. Like, if you get a strike on a certain, like, certain way or certain frame, like, you get a promotion and um, this and that. Oh, and wow. it just had a cool atmosphere. So, I... I yeah, I've, I've heard really good things about it. Again, I've never, I've never been there. I've heard, I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. So, I, I really love Disney Springs. If I had... To compare, I, I really liked my time at Disney Springs a lot more, and I would have probably gone there twice if the timing and everything worked out better. But um, oh, it's wow, also very to convenient hear. to actually, believe it or not, I, for a property Parking? so big and famous, the parking to get in there was quite yeah. convenient. And yeah, I, they got the nice big parking yeah. garages with the lights that tell you how many spots how many are available spaces? and everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, Disney knows crazy. what they're doing. They want it. They want to make it as easy as possible for you to get there. Spend your money there. <laughs> they do a good job. I would do it over and over. So, <laughs> uh, when you guys did CityWorks, did you guys get a reservation for that? Yeah, ahead we of did. time. Yeah, so we oh, you did. did it, okay, I think the night before. So it's like a we did. We got a oh, reservation wow. like twenty four hours in advance. That's see. That's the when you told me you were going. So. For everyone who's listening, you told me you guys were thinking about going to maybe Disney like a month before. It's like November-ish, and you were you know talking about it. And I was telling you like, if you guys do decide to actually do Disney, Disney, like you need to decide ASAP because yeah. everything there is like reservation, like reservation system, whether it's the food or the parks and stuff. Um, so then you know, fast forward, you guys are going to Disney Springs. I think that's the first thing I said. I think I actually tried to make a splitsville reservation just in <laughs> case too because. The food there, it, it's insane. Like, unfortunately, it, it's kind of a drawback. You reserve, you got to make a reservation as quick as possible to get a decent time. So, you know, it sounds like you were able to get at least uh, a decent uh, time for dinner and bowling too. So it turned out to be <laughs> turned yeah. out to work out. It worked out for the night yeah, before. That I'm gives sure. me anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. Some of the texts I saw come through from you where uh, I was getting the anxiety <laughs> through the words. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Oh, okay. So you did Disney Springs. It you liked it better than CityWalk. That's I what did. we like yeah. to hear so on it, the Disney World Today podcast. Yep, yep. Better. I, I like the vibes more, and uh, you know, I 
City uh, City Walk was is nice, maybe for a quicker. Um, but if I had to spend like an evening somewhere, uh, I would go to Disney Springs. Just I like the the feel of it. it's kind of like it's a town, and it just it had way better restaurants, cooler shops, more like if you wanted to kill time in between something, there's more things to kill time with there. So yeah. Did you guys make it? Uh, you know, Disney Springs is is pretty big. Did you guys make it to the like total opposite end of where you know Splitsville is? Where there's like, did you make it to like the Earl of Sandwich area? Do you know? Yep. Yeah. So we made it all the way oh, to Earl okay. Sandwich. I saw that and kind of like what like one thing that was really like semi pretty far away was like the the Tropical Cafe. I think they have a giant volcano. The volcano. The volca- yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's so, a, yeah. That's the one end and kind of splits. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's a T there's like a dinosaur. Yeah. I don't know if it's uh, Rainforest or the dinosaur restaurant. One of them has the giant volcano that erupts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you were able to get the whole uh, the whole Disney Springs package. You saw both. You saw the Disney side, yeah, and you saw like the Disney Springs side. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. it. It was a great time. So I would I would go back there any any trip I ever make to Orlando. I'd spend some time there, even if I was going in the parks. I think it was it was fun. And kind of like the whole premise of this uh, this episode, I'm talking about you know what to do when you don't go, you know when you don't do a Disney day. But you know a lot of times people take a break from going into the actual theme parks. I've always said, and a lot of people do it. You spe- you can spend a day at Disney Springs pretty much, or at least a half a day. You know, just kind of, and you, and you you do kind of have to go back more than once because there are so many places to eat. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't do it all in one night. You know, there's you know. City Works, like the Guy Fieri Chicken Guy place, is is great. They have they're no, they have like fifty different sauces or something. But you, it's hard to eat there and then go eat at another place because you're stuffing yourself everywhere you go. And they have you know plenty of dessert places. There's I think kind of by Switzerland. There's like this gourmet donut place. There's like this cookie place called Gideon. So you can kind of get a little bit of everything, and you kind of do have to you know go there more than once to experience everything they have to offer. Yeah, I and there's so many different foods. I was like, oh, Asian theme, all right. oh, barbecue theme, mm-hmm. oh, a chicken. Like, like that Morimoto like, oh. place, I've heard is really good. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting hungry right now talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I mean, sounds like you had a decent experience at uh, at on Disney property. Hopefully, hopefully that sparks a uh, a Disney full Disney trip uh, in the future. Yeah, that's that's the hope. That's you know my plan. I got it gave me more of the itch just being on the property. Mm-hmm. It's definitely okay. sad I didn't Good. get to go in a park, and I wanted to. Um, and so I'm gonna try and and do some convincing on my end and figure it out to hopefully get back there sooner than later. And uh, sounds like your your Orlando trip overall was a good time, and you know the. You know, this whole episode is about just kind of experiencing Orlando in general because there is more to do than just Disney. There's a lot to do. Like you said, there's SeaWorld, Universal, there's you know Disney Springs and CityWalk if you're not doing theme parks and just going up and down International Drive. There's, like you said, like go-karts, like these small places like Fun Spot that have these small attractions and go-karts and mini golf and places to eat. So there's a lot to do in Orlando than just theme parks. And I think you can kind of uh, attest to that. Yeah, absolutely. I I love the vacation. Um, I, I mean, I would absolutely go back there again. And I really, it, it had lots of you know positive to not being my typical Florida vacation. I I would take it a lot of times over some of our beach vacations. So yep, great. You know, ten out of ten. I love the area. 
All right, that's good to hear, and uh, that's uh, pretty much wraps up this interview. Thank you again for uh, coming on the podcast. Uh, you're a reoccurring guest now, my first reoccurring guest. All right. Uh, well, I look, <laughs> I, so I have to just take more trips so I can get a third and a fourth. Yeah, third. that's All true. Right, that's fine. I can work with that. <laughs> I think building up to this episode, I spent like a few intros of my podcast talking about like when you like I talked about like when you texted me about thinking about going to Disney and how like I had to panic text you back because it was like a month before I'm like okay if you do go to Disney this is what you need to do you need to do this you need to decide right now if you're going because you have to make dinner reservations you have to make park reservations hurry up let me know I'd be lying if that conversation made me slightly more stressed, but at least I still got there. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. You ended up at Disney Springs. That's a good, a good, uh, got a good taste of Disney kind of, uh, you know, work your way up from here. So thanks again for coming on the podcast and uh, hopefully in the future uh, we'll, we'll have you on talking about your either upcoming trip or your most recent trip. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.